weeds, despised and rejected. Despised and rejected, pull those things up and get rid of them. Weeds, weeds in the garden or in the lawn. There is nothing in their appearance that we should desire them. So pull them up. Pull all of them up. I'll tell you the second half of a funny story. See me after worship if you want to hear the first half. I'll not take everyone's time here, here to tell you the first half, but, but here's the second half. One fine Sunday morning in the spring of that year, having said the benediction and walked down the aisle, I stationed myself at the doors of my church in Indiana and was soon shaking hands, greeting the people of the church as they went back out into the sunlit world. Toward the end of that line, filing past, was one Ruel Cunningham, a thin old man with a mischievous sense of humor. Oh, not mean. There wasn't a mean bone in Ruel's body, but mischievous. He had the gentlest sense of the absurd. Holding his cane in his left hand, he shook my right with his right and pulled me closer as if to whisper some grand secret. You got some time sometime this week, he said to me. Come on up. He lived up the street from the parsonage. Come on up. And his eyes darted this way and that just to make sure. Then got some dandelion starters for you. I laughed out loud, much to his satisfaction. Dandelion starters. I drove down Chestnut Street toward home, and the greening lawns of that town were all dotted, little dots of sunshine. The parsonage lawn was a vast field of green and yellow, and Rule has some dandelion starters for me. Weeds. There is nothing in their appearance that we should desire them. And what are all these things growing alongside the house, I asked myself. We had just moved into a house in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I was cleaning up the yard. What are all these things? Must be weeds. Despised and rejected, I pulled them up and pulled them up, got rid of them. Most of them anyway. A few weeks later, the ones I missed, they bloomed. Well, I thought they were weeds. Weeds, and Jesus told a parable about weeds. He tells us a story about weeds. A farmer sold good seed in his wheat field, seeded his field with wheat. But while he and his slaves slept, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat, sowed weeds in that field. Now the problem with the kind of weed the enemy sowed in that field, it was darnel or tares. The problem is this kind of weed looks just about like wheat. Darnell grows just about like wheat and you can't hardly tell, can't hardly tell them apart, darnel and wheat. So you can't go out and start pulling things up because it's hard to know for sure if what you're pulling is a weed or if it's wheat. Now we like to think we can. Can tell for sure. Can tell for sure what's right and what's wrong, or who's right and who's wrong. Who's right and who's wrong. Who is a weed and who isn't. 
We like to think we can tell for sure, but, well, I thought for sure those things growing alongside the house were weeds. There were a lot of them. And I pulled and I pulled. And when the ones I missed when they bloomed, well, I felt kind of bad about it. I felt silly, foolish, and bad. I felt bad about having pulled up all of those flowers. And this is why Jesus told us not to judge, to set ourselves up as judges. He told us not to go around saying who is wrong and who is right, who is a weed, a weed to be pulled up and gotten rid of, who is a weed and who is not. Judge not. And I thought I could tell, could judge between a weed and a flower. When those I had missed bloomed, I felt pretty bad about all those others I had pulled, all those flowers I had destroyed. Judge not, says Jesus. Judge not, lest you be judged. No, the problem with the kind of weed that the enemy of that farmer sowed in that farmer's field is that it looks just about like wheat until close to the end, until just before harvest. Then, then you can plainly see the difference. But even then, it isn't our business. Should we go out and pull it all up now? Asked the farmer's slaves. No, said the farmer. You'll only make things worse. Just leave it. Let the reapers take care of it. Weeds, despised and rejected, there is nothing in their appearance that we should desire them. And he tells another parable, Jesus does. He tells us another parable about weeds. The kingdom of heaven, says Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in its field. Well, why anyone would do that? Why anyone would plant a mustard seed in their field? I don't know. Mustard plants... Well, I, could, I guess you could make mustard, but how much mustard do you need? Mustard plants are weeds. Sure, just ask any Oklahoma wheat farmer. He'll tell you. He spends hours in the sun ridding his fields of mustard plants, pulling them up and getting rid of them. Why anyone would... Well, anyway... The mustard seed is the smallest of all seeds, says Jesus, but when it has grown, <coughs> it is the greatest of all shrubs and becomes a tree. Well, a mustard shrub grows to be about four feet high, sometimes six, not what I would call a tree, but, but never mind. It becomes a tree so that the birds of the air can come and make nests in its branches which sounds nice, birds and nests and all, until you realize, until you realize that these birds, these birds of the air, they are a nuisance. Like weeds, they are a nuisance. It's what scarecrows are for, birds of the air. Weeds, despised and rejected. Weeds, there's nothing in their appearance that we should desire them, should desire them and Him. Him. And I mean Jesus. 
He was despised and rejected. Says, says the prophet Isaiah, he was despised and rejected by others. Get rid of them, they said. Pull him up and get rid of him. Crucify him, they said. And he was. He was crucified. Says the prophet Isaiah, he was despised and rejected by others. A man of suffering and acquainted with grief. They crucified him, and on his cross he suffered. Surely he knows, says the prophet. Surely he knows your suffering, your sadness. He is acquainted with it, says the prophet. And hanging there on that cross, he wasn't much to look at. No form of majesty, says the prophet. And I guess not says Isaiah, he had no form of majesty that we should look at him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. But, but God raised him up, raised him from his death. Like that mustard seed he talked about, the smallest of all seeds, which, but which grows into the greatest of shrubs and then somehow into a tree. Just so has God raised him up from death. And now the birds of the air, all the birds of the air, come to him. They come and make their nests, their homes in his branches, in him. In Jesus Christ our Lord. In Him do they come to live. The birds of the air, we come to Him. We come to live in Him. We come to Him, birds of the air. You come to Him. I do too. And others. And how many other birds of the air? How many others could find their way and make their nests here, could make their home here at this church. Birds of the air, find a home. Find a home in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.